Welcome to part three of our three-part interview with Sikani, where we'll be covering diversity in VFX and increasing your value as an artist. Enjoy. I want to talk, I want to just go circle back a little bit and just talk about the diversity aspect, right? We're both people of color. We're not from the United States, but we work in the United States. And diversity is a topic that a lot of people touch on all the time. In a lot of visual effects studios, you do have people that are coming from places all around the world. But I always felt like it was really hard for me to find a lot more diversity when it came to people that were like more senior artists, more people that were in charge of studios, running studios. And I didn't know if it was a thing like these junior artists were just like quitting or if they just couldn't make it happen. But like, I don't know, maybe you can talk about like your, your thoughts on kind of like diversity in the industry a little bit. Yeah, I think when a lot of people of color think about their careers, a lot of people don't even necessarily know this is a career field. Personally, I kind of fell into this by accident just because I was artistic and I know I wanted to do stuff digitally. I kind of discovered this. So I think we just need more awareness in the community. Like, hey, this is an actual option where people, yeah. you know, could have, you can make really good money and you could have a very fulfilling career. Usually when I go to a studio, I expect to be the only person of color there. Nine, nine out of 10 times. And it's such a small community. Like I you develop a repertoire of all the guys of color in the motion design. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, community. Cool. Well, you guys meet on Sundays or something? You never call me? Saturdays, actually. But... Oh, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> I don't really see a lot of people of color. and I don't see a lot of people of color doing things as like creative directors or visual effects supervisors or something. Like I've been looking for a visual effects supervisor, creative mentor. And I've been, I'd been joking with my friend for years and years. And he was like, well, like now you are the person of color mentor. Like he was like, what are you talking about? You're the person. And it's hard to think of it in that way because I'm always trying to find a person of color. I'm always kind of like thinking in back ahead, is there going to be another person of color there? Is there another person of color? Am I going to be the only person of color? And I get yeah. them like, okay, get ready. You're the only person of color. Now you got to do the thing. Let's do that color thing you got to do now. And, and it can feel uncomfortable sometimes. I, I have read this thing where this guy said, Inclusion means you got invited to the party yeah. and belonging means they're playing your music. Right. Right. That's very true. And I thought of that a lot. And so like, I think there is some inclusion, but I don't know if like a belonging is a thing, right? I think it's a thing that takes a lot of time and a lot of work. I think it has gotten better, but definitely, like you said, awareness is one of the big things that I think always needs to happen. I didn't know that I could be doing what I'm doing right now. Yeah. I didn't know that this was a job. Like growing up as a kid, I just thought like I could either play basketball or rap, right? Oh. And I thought that was the only way I could make money. And I have a lot of friends that are still trying to do that. And like, if you told them they could be making like six figures sitting at a computer, making art, like they'd be like, what are you talking about? You're out of your mind. But there are lots of these opportunities for a lot of people and they just don't know about it. It's up to people like us to do things like create stuff like this, podcasts, talking about this kind of work, showing that, hey, we're like you and we do this and this is an opportunity and it's a good opportunity and it's a good job, right? We could make some short film that is 
like Black Panther that shows people of color doing things. And I think that is also the great power with the kind of work that we do, you know? Yeah. And another thing too is like, I'm not sure if it's just a coincidence, but all the people of color I know working in the industry are exceptional. I'm not sure if it's because there's this expectation if you're a person of color, you need to be above a certain You have standard. to. But no, I, like, I don't think it's not a coincidence. I think yeah. 100% like we know that you have to. This begs another question. If you weren't as dope, would you be here right now? People of color don't get those chances to be mediocre. It's, it's like yeah. you're either really dope or you're just not here at all. And, you know, that, that makes the bar to entry a little bit more difficult. And sometimes some people just need a chance. For example, like the song designer is actually my cousin. Uh, who we work with at Cash App, super talented, just needed a shot. And the kind of work they've been outputting has been phenomenal. That's amazing. And, yeah. And, you know, because we could have gone with like a larger sound house, but personally, from a position that I want to give the work to people I know who could do really good work, but aren't yeah. the expected names that you would. But also be very grateful for. Yeah. And yeah. why not? See, I think the great thing about that also is like, you get more people of color in those positions, right? That are making decisions. They can do the same thing that everyone else has done since the beginning of time. It's like, hey, I got a position here. I'm gonna call my uncle. I'm gonna call my cousin. I'm gonna call my nephew, right? I'll I'll give an opportunity to my brother or a friend of mine. And that's that's what happens when you have more people in those position of decision-making that can bring in more people that look like you, more people from your own neighborhood. I think I'm not always talking about specifically only diversity in color because I think there's a misconception a little bit with that. There's also diversity of culture, diversity of socioeconomic status, right? Like you can have a person that was a person of color that went to Harvard and Yale and was born to like Will Smith's family. Like that person might not be the kind of diversity we're talking about, right? We might be talking about diversity for people that actually need opportunities, right? That actually appreciate those opportunities. And it's sad because as people of color, we don't always get the opportunity to make the same mistakes. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's always expected of us else. We could be reinforcing some type of stereotype, which I definitely don't subscribe to, uh, but yeah it's kind of forced us to be, we have to be really good at our jobs. Yeah. You know? Um, 100%. But I, I think, like, when I go home, you know, I, I, try, I do interviews, uh, I do talks, and I try to bring the awareness, like, hey, you don't have to be a doctor, you don't have to be a lawyer mm-hmm. just because your parents are telling you to. There's this other path that you can take if you're creative and you yeah. do something creative. You want to be able to do something you enjoy doing and get paid to do it. Right. And and for people of color, I feel like a lot of the times you think that there's only a couple ways to do these things and that, oh, these positions are only for non-people of color. Right. Like people that are like white people can do these jobs. Maybe other people can can do these jobs from different cultural demographics, but we can't do it because that's not something that like people of color do. Right. This is not that's not a color person job. Yeah. No, I just want people to know it's. This is an industry, um, whether it be VFX, if you work in advertising, if you work in tech, you know, you could have a really well-paying job. Yeah. And I think the misconception of getting paid, I think, is people don't realize most of that comes with the value that you bring in, right? Yeah. Like you said before, it's like 
people think, oh, like this company says that this is the average salary of this, this, and this. Sure, there's like an average salary, but if yeah. I'm like an incredible visual effects artist and I have like a following of people and clients that will wanna pay to work with me, my value instantly goes up. Like the studio is gonna be like, okay, this person, usually we pay someone $80,000 as a, as a mid-level visual effects artist, but this person is on YouTube, he's got like 3,000, 4,000 followers, He's got like a million views on his YouTube channel for a short film he made. I'm sure that if we show some of his work and his reel, clients would want to work with this person because they have such a strong aesthetic and style. Instantly your value goes up, right? Yeah. You know what I tell people? The most unique thing about this industry is that you're able to tangibly show your value in about 30 seconds mm-hmm. for real. It's, it's unique in the sense that if you want to raise your value, you need to improve the work. This has been amazing. I'm going to try to get us to our last question, which yeah. is if you had any advice that you would carve onto some kind of slab of stone, a legendary piece of advice for everyone, since this is Legends of VFX, yeah. what would that be? It's simple, but people really need to understand it. Keep making work, but make the new work better than the last work. That's something people don't do. They keep making work, and for years, it's at the same level. I love that. I think uh, for me, it's like always trying to step up the kind of work you do. One of the things I've always tried to do is like if I'm doing personal work, try to use that as an example to improve myself, right? Like think of, hey, maybe I want to get better at doing like cloth sims. I'll take this opportunity to do a short with like a bunch of people wearing clothes, right? Maybe I want to get better at doing simulations. I'm going to do a bunch of simulations in this short film, right? And that's, I think, a great opportunity to both twofold, like create something awesome, learn something new and step up your, your level, right? Step up the kind of work that you're actually producing. Yeah. No, I agree 100%. Uh, again, the only reason I think I'm experiencing any success in my career is because of the time I've invested in my work. It's all, everything is connected to the work. The better the work is, the more successful you'll be. All right. Well, dude, this has been amazing. Thank you so much. This was episode one of episode Legends of VFX. One. That's Sakani Solomon. Sakani is currently a senior motion designer at Cash App. He recently released his 2020 reel, which you can find on SakaniMotionDesign.com. Thanks so much for listening to our very first episode of the show this week. You can subscribe at Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And please give us a review. You can write to us on Twitter at Legends of VFX. You can also find links and show notes at legendsofvfx.com. Our show was produced this week by Ryan Barnada and myself, Bilali Mack. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we know that things are tough right now. So please, please take some time to be kind to yourselves. Read a book if you can, and always remember that the pixels we bring into this world matter.
before I end our very first episode of Legends of VFX, I'd like to say thank you to everyone peacefully protesting for the soul of our nation. The things we're witnessing right now are scary, they're painful, and joyful all at once. This isn't the first time our country has had to fight for its soul, and I don't think it'll be the last. As a black man growing up in America, I've been afraid of losing my life to the police since I was a little boy. And I want to thank every single person out there fighting to stop that fear. Before we finish, I'd like to play a few minutes of an interview 11 months before Dr. King's assassination. These young people are saying that there must be a revolution of values in our country. As Jimmy Baldwin said on one occasion, what advantage is there in being integrated into a burning house? And I feel that uh, there is a need for a revolution of values in America because some of the values that presently exist are certainly out of line with the uh, values and the idealistic structure uh, that brought our nation into being. Unfortunately, we haven't been true to these ideals, and many of the values of uh, so-called white middle-class society are values uh, that need to be reviewed and uh, re-evaluated, and in a real sense, they need to be changed. So I think the young people in the Negro community who are raising these questions are raising some very profound questions about our total society. In other words, they are saying that there must be a restructuring of the architecture uh, of our society where values are concerned. And with this, I would agree with. So in the quest for integration, I think we can offer our whole nation something because there are three evils in our nation. It's not only racism, but economic exploitation of poverty would be one, and then militarism. And I think in a sense, and in a very real sense, these three are tied inextricably together, and we aren't going to get rid of one without getting rid of the other. I think the biggest problem now is that we got our gains over the last 12 years at bargain rates, so to speak. It uh, didn't cost the nation anything. In fact, it helped the economic side of the nation to integrate lunch counters and public accommodations. It didn't cost the nation anything uh, to get uh, the right to vote established. And now we are confronting issues that cannot be solved without costing the nation billions of dollars. Now, I think this is where we're getting our greatest resistance. They may put it on many other things, but we can't get rid of slums and poverty without it costing the nation something. This has been Legends of VFX. Thank you.